Fun. Okay. Fabulous. Well, good morning. Hello. Live and recorded Powerful Inc. Startup Stories podcast is coming at you from Canada, from Switzerland, from podcast players, from Facebook Live, also available on YouTube. I know. <laughs> it's everywhere. I'm taking over all the platforms um, to have conversation and laughter and community, right? So going live is just another way for us to, to build community and engage with people. Honestly, I'm probably not going to be responding to comments today. <laughs> I'll just be focused in the conversation, but I can respond to them after. So welcome to a beautiful episode, the first one of 2024. I have the delightful, the wonderful, the expert Connie Graf here with me today, who runs a business called From Chaos to Peace. And Connie and I have been hanging out quite a bit online um, and getting to know each other. And I just love her energy because it, even just the word declutter, like, softens me and cracks me open. So welcome to the show, Connie. I'm um, looking forward to what we're going to talk about today and to, you know, giving you a chance to share about yourself and um, why you do what you do. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm all excited too. And I just wanted to say my work for 2024 is connection. So I love it that we're now broadcasting everywhere <laughs> on your channels. And so that's awesome. I look forward to chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Connection. What a beautiful, beautiful way to tap into like the supernatural web of energy, right? And really... Mm -hmm build a legacy of some kind and I don't mean like a Oprah legacy because we all have the capacity to build a legacy in our own way so that's fabulous another reason we're so aligned isn't it hmm. so what's really fun too uh, I think I said right from Canada from Switzerland is we're we're kind of popping up all over the place here with the podcast and each other. And what's interesting about that is Connie actually lives, a, a, we call it across the pond from where <laughs> I live. I live on an island. There's a, about an hour and a half of, of ocean by ferry boat. And then the mainland, as we call it, the continent of North America. So Connie lives across the pond, but you're in Switzerland um, at present and you're working there and you know, having a bit of uh, enjoyment too, you have family and visiting. And so we were going to take you on this conversation, you guys, around the um, Connie's experience of, of the truth behind the glamour of the laptop lifestyle. Um, talk about, you know, maintaining boundaries in your life um, when you're a business owner. And Connie owns two businesses. She's kind of got it like the full time and then this coaching um, other piece with the chaos to peace and decluttering and that sort of thing. So, um, and she doesn't have children, which I mean, sometimes I'm so jealous of. <laughs> hey, I have four legged children. So <laughs> like, yeah, horses, which is a whole other, you know, you might've traded them for humans, <laughs> but um, I know that myself, I would get lost if, like even more lost than I can get without that. So we're, we're going to talk about boundaries and talk about discipline and, you know, maintaining this um, sense of groundedness, sense of self decluttered 
ability to lead yourself through all the things. So, I mean, go ahead, jump in here and tell us a bit about yourself and, and then we'll just start. Yeah. So I don't even know where to really start, but maybe we start when I was kind of still very young, 11, 12 years old. That's already when I figured out that our environment has an effect on us. And mm -hmm. don't ask me when it started. It just, I recall that mm -hmm. I was already realizing that the environment has an effect on us. And I was kind of like rearranging things or yeah, today you would call it declutter things, organize things like almost like a hobby, <laughs> probably a weird 12 year old or 13 year old or whatever, however old I was back then. But that's the thing, right? So to me, the, the whole notion of being organized, declutter, being able to have boundaries, it doesn't come just from, oh, this is a fad now, or because some right. lovely lady wrote a book that millions of people bought and then tried to implement in their life. Yeah. It comes from because the environment uh, has an effect on us. And if we can stay grounded, and it is easier to stay grounded if we don't have 7 million things to juggle, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where it all started. But then of course, back then, that was in the 70s and the 80s, <laughs> to age myself. Um, nobody talked about decluttering, really. Nobody talked about the organizing. Like, we were just supposed to be organized kind of right. thing. And so, right. yeah, so I, I um, later when I started working, I slipped into finance. That's a whole different story how that happened. And I just realized that like working as a financial controller and as an accountant, um, people were always saying to me, why are you so, why is your desk so organized? Uh, that's weird. Have you, you have nothing to do. And I said, well, yeah, I have lots to do. I probably do about two jobs. But mm -hmm. so, I, so I started to help people how they can be a little bit more mm -hmm. organized. And I'm not talking about minimalism or anything. It's just mm -hmm. how you can be organized that the surrounding supports yourself. And so this is kind of how this all started. And over the last, yeah, what is this now? 10 years, I focused a bit more on helping people declutter. Um, and I took some extra training to to help them with their emotional side of clutter that has a lot like it's very heavy, right? A lot of people um, talk about this too, how it grief is often connected to it, because uh, we're life goes on, right? And sometimes mm -hmm. we want to cling on to things and mm -hmm. we can't. And so then people sometimes cling on to things and then yes fills up their house or their office or, or and also their brain so yeah so it's um it's kind of like a very very surface tour of <laughs> who i am and what, what came about but to me it's i always say too it's like there's so much more to clutter than you think and i can almost take any topic and connect mm -hmm. it to clutter <laughs> and happens. we have right in our conversation yes, exactly. and i mean listening to you pour this out i <laughs> i just wrote down the spaciousness of money like that could be a whole conversation yeah. in of itself yeah. and yeah. you know you're you're so you're so immersed in it now you're so knowledgeable in it and the it being this this concept of really managing your life without the heaviness that can come, right? So the emotional burdens, the imprinting mm -hmm. and um, stuck energy of that and finding ways to release that through the body. 
managing the desk. Like I saw a desk uh, of a workmate yesterday and she had stuff all over the place. And I'm just like, you know, you come in, it's not even my space and it's a beautiful brand new office. And it's just, where do you even begin? I mean, it, it, it gets the mind mm -hmm. distracted. So let's picture then um, some contrast of somebody going shopping on Black Friday or Boxing Day versus going shopping on like a Sunday morning, uh, you know, of, uh, I don't know, a summer weekend when presumably everybody's out of town, right? <laughs> a different level of energy yeah. and frenzy in that and how decluttering and, and getting organized on purpose helps us find the calm, find the peace in that without yeah. the distraction. So then you can lead yourself um, with more focus, right? In order mm -hmm. to really get done what you need to without distraction, which we'll talk about as, uh, as we talk about this life, life, life stop lap, life stop lap <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say that. <laughs> laptop lifestyle <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know it's like and it's also not about beating ourselves up or perfection right like when on inter instagram we see all these perfect things sometimes and we think we need to be that way and th that yeah. uh, that is not necessarily what i'm talking about so yeah. it's not like we need pristine um a pristine environment right. around us we just need a supportive one right so that yeah. if the thing, for example, the things you do have your, on your desk are mm. the things that you're working on right now. But what I often notice when I go and help people is there is stuff on their desk that either has nothing to do with, with their work, you know, it's like just some random stuff and why is it even here? Mm -hmm. Or then it is stuff that they maybe should be working on, but don't. And so they pile it up to keep it in, in like, in view and to beat themselves up later because they didn't do it or any stuff that they don't even know anymore what it is but it was once maybe important and this is all really heavy and you said about when we declutter we don't have the heaviness and i would say it's like we don't have the heaviness we can control right because mm -hmm. there might always be heaviness coming from the outside like the world is a little crazy lately Although lately we say this now for a while, so I don't know anymore yeah. whether lately is the right word, right? But there is a lot of heaviness that might come from the outside, but whatever we have under control, we can at least get the heaviness gone from there and create, like I said, I, I, I really want to empathize, creating a supportive space that supports you instead of sabotages you. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. So when you create a supportive space you can hold more right yeah. so then we yeah. can be easy on ourselves and what we need to do and free up some energy to consider or contemplate the other things that are going on without um it kind of taking away some stuff that's in our immediate self and mm -hmm. control and then it softens the load of the other things that are going on that could be um, mm -hmm. troubling to us, right? Yeah. So it's kind of this balance of, 
I'm already overwhelmed and, and cooked to the burnt at home. And then all the world is doing all of this where mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I've set up my home in a supportive and self-serving way, like a nurturing mm -hmm. self-serving way. So mm -hmm. now when more overwhelm or yucky comes, I can like, you know, okay, this is awful, but I can sit with it a bit more because I'm not feeling as overwhelmed where I do have control. Yeah. And depending on how you're wired, it can be really helpful. The more chaos comes from the outside to actually intentionally do your habits or, or mm -hmm. maintenance habits mm -hmm. to create your space and, mm -hmm. and support you in that way. So, and that doesn't mean that all the nastiness or hor horrible things on the outside world go away, right? Yeah. But it doesn't help if you are all worked up about it or frazzled on yeah. top of it. So yeah. if you can create some kind of a peaceful island for yourself, you, you literally have more yeah. mental and emotional bandwidth to figure out, can I do anything for the chaos that is in the outside or is it just something that I have to accept that the world is going cuckoo and but I'm sitting here right so yeah yeah so that's that's interesting because um I mean it, there's already so much that's popping out that we can talk <laughs> about I mean I'll just say it's really beautiful that at such a young age your intuition really exploded and you've been able to spend you know um a significant time increasing that passion and area of expertise in terms of managing self and managing finances and managing spaces and managing emotions um, and, and empowering people to um, be good stewards of what they carry and what they work on releasing. And in, in this framework too it lends itself to you know the self-discipline of maintaining um our commitment and our ability to deal with changes so as we travel or as christmas break comes um, I saw a lot of businesses well not air quotes but like online businesses set out of office right and mm -hmm. we're closed we'll be back after Christmas on such and such date and that sort of thing and even those kind of boundaries are ways of um, decluttering and creating supportive environments so you know Connie let's talk about this glamorous idea of traveling with your business like I'm going on a trip uh, at the end of next week I'm so excited and I'm you know uh, planning or channeling a sense of peace because it will be chaotic. There's seven grown women <laughs> traveling oh. to Mexico without a chaperone for <laughs> <laughs> a week, and not like let's not go girls gone wild. Like we're we've been friends for decades, and it's a really heart centered trip. Um, but you know, it, there's going to be a lot of fun and energy, and I want to take some restorative time for myself because I haven't been to Mexico in eons. And um, I do really well on sunshine and beach. <laughs> so, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to live there. So, you know, um, 
ways that we can take our supportive environment with us wherever we go and that it's not necessarily just the desk, but it is it is a sense of a state of being that we want to embody everywhere. Yeah. Well, so it always depends how you travel, right? But um, the, the, the issue that we often have is we think we're just as productive traveling mm -hmm. as we are at home. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what level of productive you have, but, you, but it's, it's not as easy traveling and being very productive, right? So, so oftentimes we take on too much or we think we can do too much. And, and mm -hmm. I, I really speak from experience. And so I, you really want to make clear too, is like, you called me an expert. Maybe I'm just a little bit more immersed in the topic, but I still struggle with certain things too, right? Mm -hmm. So every time I go, so I'm right now in Switzerland, this is my home country. I have clients here. So every time I come here, I also think like, oh, and I have all this time that I can do some sitting and thinking and envisioning. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and I've been here now for three weeks and I've only had time to, to do those parts, right? So yeah. I, I would say it's like, yes, it's a glamorous lifestyle on Instagram or wherever Facebook and wherever all these um, people are saying they're sitting on the beach um, with their laptop, which... Yeah. I don't think I would recommend because yes, if sand gets in your laptop, <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Overheats, um, etc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But but the lifestyle when you have a business like we do, it the the advantage is we can take our laptop with us and we can yeah. do some work and we don't have to just shut the business down for two weeks and do nothing and then come back to. 7,000 emails and <laughs> mm -hmm. whatever else pending. And so I worked while traveling across Canada in a camper and horse trailer. I worked like high end for high end clients in the controlling space um, twice. Um, I, I would say it's easier when you come, like when I, I come here to Switzerland and I'm kind of like stationed for a period of time mm -hmm. and actually have every night the same bed kind of thing yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. then you, you it's easier to also keep up with certain habits that like. are helping you mm -hmm. run the business smoothly yeah. um rather than when you're traveling around or when you're going with a bunch of seven girls <laughs> women <laughs> that um there will be girls for sure <laughs> that, yeah exactly yeah. you will be girls in that week um that probably it's going to be a lot of fun. And so I think um, what you need to do is really be maybe realistic and not, you can have big ambitions, what you all wanted, ambitions, what you want to do in that week with considering and contemplating and having me time. But when it doesn't happen, then maybe you need to give yourself grace, right? So <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, I've certainly derailed multiple times. So I know this, I've lived it. Um, yeah. But what I like about what you said is um, the continued stability. So having the same bed allows mm -hmm. for that supportive environment to come with you. And so if we are going to travel and work is, you know, considering what those key pieces are that we need as creatures of habit, as, you know, needing routine, as 
whatever your personality is to to understand mm. and connect to that so that you can have a, a sense of what to put in that suitcase with you as you go yeah. right and I think yeah. for me it's going to be the quiet time in the morning will mm-hmm. be an important piece to to maintain some semblance of my morning routine and um and the group is staying in two different groups and I'm staying off-site uh with a few others so that might even help right there manage mm-hmm. the energy because you know we're just in a, a slightly separate environment um yeah so yeah. how do you you know prepare for a trip like this and what do you put in your suitcase to to maintain your supportive environment do you just bring your laptop like I love bringing my journals I love bringing yeah you know all yeah. kinds of things whenever I go anywhere yeah. like no usually... and again and again I think I bring too much sometimes yeah. and um mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I bring my laptop, of course, because that's yeah. where my business yeah. <laughs> is happening. Yeah. Um, I, I also do some like uh, I have a runway towards going away. So mm-hmm. I, but then I'm I'm away longer. Like I, right now, I'm away six weeks, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. So mm-hmm. I have a runway. So I took care of uh, my podcast episodes beforehand, so they're kind of taken care of, so that. Everything that has really a, a, a due date or a time, I, I try to take care beforehand. I take journals with me, of course. I have my routines. I have a special routine anyways um, between Christmas and New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to take these things with, with me. So this is important. We need to maybe even beforehand. And I love that you said you have the mornings that already kind of earmarked for your mm-hmm. me time. I think that's a good plan that you figure out, okay, where are my pockets that I can yeah. keep my peace and how much can I realistically get and then try to build that really in into every day. And, um, and, and the other thing is too, is do not forget that you are traveling for a reason. Like you go for fun. Yeah. Sisterhood. Exactly. So yeah. my trip is both. It's I call it workation. Yeah. So I I have clients here, and but I also have my family, my my very good friends here. So it's kind of like both. So it's almost like being at home with working mm-hmm. and doing stuff mm-hmm. with with your friends, but you're not at home. So yeah. So a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm so glad I can go on vacation and I get out of my daily grind or daily routine." But you mm-hmm. still need some kind of a routine, otherwise, nothing is going to happen, and the, this so-called laptop lifestyle is not mm-hmm. going to work, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, nobody talks about this because that's not very glamorous. If we talk about, well, yeah, you have to maybe be even more intentional with with the and with your discipline and yeah. discipline is also a word that a lot of people don't like but a certain level of discipline brings you so much freedom right yeah. so and and especially when you're on the road you almost need more discipline because the distractions are bigger and everything is new and you could just go and lay on the beach but maybe you really need to i don't know get your newsletter out or do this yeah. or that so yeah so it, it's it's for sure it's um, a balance and it is not as easy or as simple as it looks like <laughs> or these Which, doors you know knowing like. that allows you to bring flexibility into yeah. the supportive yeah. portable system and there's talk of flow state on the internets and mm. you know um 
just letting things kind of go. But even the incredible women who are making multi millions per year that I'm following, um, they're showing up from the same background, right? Which shows. So let's talk about this um, mm -hmm. because this this flow thing. They're showing up with the same background, which means that they're recording and having some sense of structure, regardless of the time of day, to where they show up for their business. Um, they're producing at uh, consistent levels of content and um, marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So showing up in your inbox and on social media very um, predictably. So we're seeing that's another form of structure and discipline. Yeah. Um, they might be traveling and doing things and, and they'll have a team. Usually when you're making that much money, you can hire a few people to delegate to, like to post your podcasts or your courses or <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, work on things for you. Another supportive system. So they build in elements of flexibility by um, I, probably, you know, their own personal growth to become the person who who leads their business that way. Um, and even though they're doing these glamorous things, they're not floating away into the abyss. Like they're very anchored yeah. and very purposeful in how they can execute on those things um, and create space for more things, right? Yeah. So a solid foundation that holds them and helps them hold more. So that's important because, yeah, the Instagrams and the things is, um, you know, kind of fluffy and misleading. And mm -hmm. you want to think critically, uh, analytically and look through what are these patterns that we're seeing behind this that indicate um, where we can learn more from what these people are doing, right? And and what others are doing. And um, and yes, you an expert as as having years of immersion and experience in this. And you know, an important distinction is an expert does not mean perfection. No, by any not. stretch yeah. whatsoever. But it just yeah. means a lot of exposure and a lot of variety from which to call from. And I mean mm -hmm. you've worked with so many clients transforming their spaces and their energy so now you know what what are some tips that we can help ourselves with with setting boundaries and um creating space for ourselves as you know the matriarch in the home whether or not we have kids and and setting boundaries with ourselves around our business um so that it doesn't take over the house or that you know we we continue to have an established routine, again, like anchoring in uh, the core things that work for us to maintain um, aligned action, I think is where I want to go with yeah. this. So I think it's, it's, of course, very individual, right? That there's no mm. one fits all oh, thing. Yeah. Definitely not. But like start by yourself <laughs> so yeah. i have this concept of starting with you and then it's almost like these concentric rings going outside and that's yeah. also where you can put the boundary right and if you're not looking after yourself then how can you show up for your business or for your family in a good way mm -hmm. and you said it really beautifully with all this structure it does need structure i mean we can't we can't believe that we can have this 
great life with the family and the business and us personally without any structure right so and it it might be a, a dream to have it but i don't think it exists and like you just said all these people who made lots of money they also have structure they have they may have a support team now but when they started they also had to have some kind of a structure otherwise they wouldn't have gotten to where they are right now so I'm just going to jump in because the image sure. that comes through that I wrote down and then I give it right back to you yes, is, yes. Um, you know, thinking of the word flow and water, but water is contained. Yeah. Water is contained by hard ground, bodies of water. Mm -hmm. And so picture Water World, that Kevin Costner movie from who knows how long, 20 plus years ago. <laughs> something right it was a long time ago no land anywhere it's all water so there's no definitive end it's you know it's just ongoing everywhere and um you're just constantly swimming where even ocean even you know like one of the most beautiful pieces of nature in my mind is held by ground so here's what we're talking about in a mm -hmm. in a nature example of of having something around it to hold it okay yeah yeah what, what comes to my mind when you're talking about this is like a waterfall right so it, it uh -huh. is kind of channeled and then it has the water that falls down has way more power mm -hmm. than if yeah. we're just out in the ocean and the, yeah. the, 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 that water is just yeah. like yeah flat open, right and there whereas uh, maybe the waterfall has yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The, the cliff mm. that creates yeah. force so you know wherever we are in our stage of business maybe we're at the top of the waterfall and these millionaires i was referencing are at the bottom and so <laughs> we're, we're figuring <laughs> out a nice how to picture of the fall down <laughs> Isn't that the old metaphor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, no, so I just, it's like, it's um to, to keep the boundaries, like it's, it has a lot of facets, right? You have to have, like we talked already, you have to have a workspace that works for you, that is supporting, right? So if you come and, and like you have you you have a busy day and in your business and you have children too and everything is a little chaotic and when when you come to your desk and you need to definitely need to do some work and there's chaos there too just imagine how you feel and how productive you can be if you if if this is also a mess so get get some space on your desk and i have like a guide that i talk about how i think of organizing my desk like like okay. it comes from from me and what is right around me and then okay. what is further away so i think about it like that then you have to think about for example i call it social clutter right when we say yes everywhere when we actually should mm -hmm. say no because we have obligations in our business or mm -hmm. obligations for ourselves for our own sanity or for our health right so then you need you need almost like you need to make to make I can't speak. You have to make sure you can you put you into the calendar as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then more going towards putting you in first and then you can serve everybody else, right? But if you're I'm, I'm sometimes when I help people, I'm just happy already if they even put themselves in because oftentimes everybody else is in the calendar. And that's boundaries too. It's like how much do you do you just 
go out of your way and help everybody else. And in the end, you're the burned out and, and you have no space for your business or your priorities or your priority as yourself, right? And so it's like a bit of that hustle culture, right? Where yeah. we're still growing out of that as a, I guess, as yeah. a society and as and an I like, industry. I like what, what, um, so one of my coaches is, um, <clears throat> oh, now I just forgot her name. Oh my God. Um, but she always says that, um, I'm not hustling, I'm working hard. And working hard and hustling is not the same, right? right. So if you have a supportive environment and you have a busy day, you can work hard. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you're hustling. Mm -hmm. And I I feel hustling, I always connect that to being like frazzled also and everywhere is chaos Mm -hmm. and everywhere you scramble something together. Mm -hmm. And that's to me is is kind of like, that's what happens to me when I think of hustling. Again, we're not wanting to go from hustling to doing nothing, right? Yeah, we're just still like Zen monk hard. in a temple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sofa <laughs> or beach in your case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's like literally, no, we wanna, when we're working, we're working hard, but we're making sure that we have the structures in place that we can, mm-hmm. can work hard, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So now with, I'm going to, I'm going to mix things up, spice it up with all the clients you've served who want this sense of peace and um, rearranging their environment. What insights can you share around like these so-called creative geniuses, like the Einsteins who, you know, do have everything in disarray? Like, is that a thing or is that um, a bit of a cover up? Yeah, I, I get this pushback a lot. I say, oh, Einstein was a chaotic person yeah. or this is a chaotic yeah. person. They still have lots of success. But then if we would really compare them with the people that have success and are more structured, then they're probably more the outliers, right? And I'm mm-hmm. not saying we can't work in okay. a chaotic environment yeah. at all. Yeah. But science tells us that our brain uses up a lot of energy if you if you are working in an in in a chaotic environment energy that you could use for something else right Mm -hmm. i mean why would we want to zap out 50 percent of the energy of our brain (laughs) with chaos around us if we could change it before we even get started Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just imagine if you like when you walk into your office in the morning and it's this mess or that desk that you were talking mm-hmm. about in the beginning yeah. and you walk in, you, you had a good night's sleep, you're all fresh and you walk in. How mm-hmm. How is your energy field feeling when you walk in and see this desk compared to you walk in and you see a reasonably clean desk, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, again, I'm not talking about minimalism and everything is speak and span clean and and like the canva backgrounds of (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not talking about that but i'm just talking about taking a few minutes the night before to fix the thing a bit up right have have this before you walk away so that it's self-care again so when you come in in the morning you're not sapped out of energy by just looking at your space and the same goes during traveling right like um even more almost like because you don't have your dedicated workspace so then you need to 
to have an area that that is probably suboptimal, right? Because yeah. you just have to make it work. No desk. Right? Where am I going to write? I've got yeah. people sleeping. Yeah. I'll probably just yeah. leave the room, you know. But yeah. what's interesting is this time, part of my decluttering is I'm bringing fewer journals. I'm bringing fewer mm -hmm. clothes. I'm, yeah. you know, just reducing even the desire to go there by myself and pretend like I'm on my own private retreat. Yeah. And so in, in reducing what I bring reduces the expectation and or pressure for the reality of what will happen. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, my one girlfriend and I joke all the time about the number of journals we bring with us that just sit at the bottom of the bag and in the airport, you're schlepping and your shoulders and uh, you yeah. know, it's heavy yeah. and all this. So yeah. I'm also been practicing. So here you guys it, listening, like little tiny, tiny things um, that we can do to practice and enhance. Connie's been doing this for decades and helping people. And so you, it's your experience is twofold, Connie, because you get to see the transformation of others while continuing to fine tune your own. And, and I'm certain yeah. finding creative inspiration when, you know, you have these breakthroughs, if you will, these beautiful insights with other people, and then you come home and, and it brings a fresh energy and, oh, yeah. you know, and how you manage yourself and, yeah. um, and you said it beautifully with that we do tweaks here and there because the, the other thing is, and that's also why we bring too many journals and why we bring too much stuff and why we have too much ambition and we think we can pack one month of thinking into one week of yeah. beach vacation in, in Mexico with seven yeah. other girlfriends or yeah. six other girlfriends, yeah. right? And this is often what trips us, us, trips us up, up to when we're trying to create change in our environment, whether that's physical environment or, or financial or business environment mm -hmm. or whatever, we always have, we always think we can do more than we actually really can. Mm -hmm. And then we're getting discouraged, right? And so that's why I often say too, like a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. So kind of when you can commit, or, or let's formulate this different, when you when you can think about how much can I commit in this vacation, mm -hmm. I'm going with six others or seven others. Okay, how much can I really commit to journaling? It, it, just in this case, because you always talk about your lovely journals. So yeah. let's do that. What is realistic? And mm -hmm. then we have to think too, it's like, there might be a lot of fun. So maybe, maybe mm -hmm what you think now is realistic is not realistic when you're there. So what is the smallest amount that yeah. is a non-negotiable yeah. that you want to do, right? And then yeah. you do that and then you pat yourself on the back and then you do more if you have more time mm -hmm. or you have more inspiration. And if yes. not, you're happy and you're not beating yourself up that you took all these journals and you still didn't have time, yeah. right? Yeah. And again, I'm talking of experience, from experience, right? And so what is the smallest amount of time that you actually want to commit to? And that's becoming your foundation, right? Okay, every day I want to have at least, and let's just throw out a number, 15 minutes, right? It's very, mm -hmm. everybody has 15 minutes, even mm -hmm. on vacation. And mm -hmm. even if you have to um, hide in the bathroom, lock yourself into the toilet or something. 
I read the other day that these people that they created a spiritual community in England years ago. And she had also like, there was so much going on and she could never go and meditate anywhere. And then Mm -hmm. she had the, the insight, Oh, I just have to go sit on the toilet. So again, but I mean, we don't want to sit on the toilet for hours, but what, what, where there's, can there's I ways that we can access that exactly. even amongst it. Right. And so exactly. the power you guys lean in here because Connie, that tagline, a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. That is like lightning strike gold, the power of practicing that every day most days of the week mm-hmm. over 50 percent of the days in the month month after month year after year is building this fitness this increased skill set around that and think about the power of applying that to finances to your sock drawer to the cutlery mm-hmm. drawer to your digital business office right that can so easily collect files to your desk space, to paper, to mm-hmm. a sense of self, to uh, grocery, like groceries, it's, it, it lends itself everywhere. And there are all these micro opportunities to apply and, you know, reduce by one, a unit of one, whatever that unit yeah. is. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it, sorry for interrupting, yeah, go, but the go. beautiful thing about it is you can start it any day you can start it at 5 p.m at night when the day is almost over you can start it at any day and it's so much more supportive of yourself too than trying to to okay tomorrow i'm gonna declutter the whole house right and then you're so exhausted that you're not doing anything afterwards but if you start with these micro things that's why i always say a few minutes a day it keeps the chaos away and you Mm -hmm. start no matter you can start at eight at night you're five minutes something and then you do this like you just said most days over for the future what the beauty is too is like we need to maintain a certain environment right so Mm -hmm. we can clean up all we want but then afterwards it doesn't stay clean on its own and if you do it this way in the beginning it's more maybe more about decluttering and organizing the few minutes a day Later, you pivot into maintaining the order, which makes life even easier because then you know already, oh, I, I feel so much better. And that's the other thing that I always suggest people do, like really just sit still for 20 seconds and mm-hmm. figure out how the environment like feels to you. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you notice that it feels actually much nicer when there is not such a chaos around me or if my calendar is not so freaking over full with commitments that I said yes to that. I now wish I would have said no. to. <laughs> and, um, and, and then later you maintain it and you just keep this up this few minutes a day, you keep it up. And that's basically how I survive um, yeah. traveling. That's how yeah. I survive yeah. living on acre acreage. That's how yeah. I, I deal with distractions. Um, yeah. So this is to me, this is the magic. I have a podcast episode that says, um, the magic wand on how being organized or something along that line is the title because everybody always looks for the magic wand and I always say like the magic wand is a few minutes a day yeah. and keeping it up. That's true. And and so Connie, you've given a, a, a 
testament, uh, testimonial to your lived experience of coming to this place. And I, I want to share and make it, you know, real um, from my perspective too, for you listeners, because it's not impossible, right? Like it, it just takes con continuation. And my practice has been years in the making, years mm -hmm. in the making. And I yeah. feel like I'm arriving at a new um, level of, reducing chaos and reducing mm -hmm. paper and reducing clutter and even just shifting space, rearranging space can do that. So, you yeah. know, um, keep in mind that when you're hearing us, you're hearing the result of, of those few minutes a day to keep the chaos away over years of time, but it does add up over time so it actually adds up quite quick so that's the the good news right so you might not be on this level right away and again i don't want to portray the, um that i'm all yeah, <laughs> perfect and it's yeah, all great a minimalist and have nothing i just have else. the yeah. tools yeah. That, so that if life gets crazy one of these days um and and they totally get crazy and i have sometimes um a desk that doesn't look like i want it to look but i mm -hmm. because i'm i have a a, a foundation okay. yeah. and mm -hmm. a routine it's yeah. quickly solved right yeah. and then okay one or two days it looks like chaos and then it's fine again because i'm i'm somewhere here and i also wanted to say that like we all live and learn in in kind of these up circles that go up we always mm -hmm. come against kind of like to a similar right. place we were before but we yes. are not in the same place it's just oh, kind of like a higher level and it, this is how yeah. we're learning right so it's mm. this upward upward movement Viral. if we yeah. are intentional with it yeah. and um so yeah just a few minutes a day people always say oh like no no you haven't seen my house it doesn't help a few minutes a day oh yeah it does because if you start your few minutes a day it will change for sure compared to just sitting on the sofa saying oh i'm so overwhelmed i can't do anything yeah you know? yeah beautiful uh i could talk to you forever because <laughs> the conversations that we have but why don't you just share with us some ways to work with you and where to find you and i mean obviously i'll drop links in the show notes but um, yeah yeah that's cool home. but the links in the show notes so my hub basically is my website which is conigraph.com c-o-n-n-y-g-r-a-f.com you also find there my web uh, my podcast that i have which is called from chaos to peace with connie where i have lots i have just released episode 201 so wow. some wow, are conversations just like this yeah. um where i'm the host and then I have solo episodes where I talk about what I do, how I do it, how I look at decluttering, because I look at it a little bit different. I, I mean, I really feel like um, it's not another thing on the to-do list, <laughs> literally. Yeah. It's it's a way of life mm -hmm. and it's, a, it's how you take care of yourself. I always say too, decluttering is self-love mm -hmm. and, um, and self-care, right? So mm -hmm. that's where, where you can find me and I have a button there where you can um, sign up for a free consultation. We can talk how I can help you. Mm -hmm. I do in person if you live either when I'm in Switzerland, near Switzerland, or when I'm in Canada, mm -hmm. near Canada. But mostly these days it's over Zoom or, or over the telephone, even if you don't feel comfortable with video. 
and we can work like that and I can help you and guide you uh, on your journey from chaos to peace. Yeah, beautiful. And that you do. Well, thank you for this beautiful conversation and and time together across the planet. It was a true <laughs> pleasure as always. And I look forward to staying connected and um, doing more with you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much.